We are in a fight. Yes, we are. A spiritual fight for your life. And the beauty of it is, is God is always with us. And the, and the other beauty of it is Satan is already, already defeated. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. But let me tell you something. Um, God's hand is on this church and everybody that goes to this church. He, here's my desire, and the only reason why I, I do this is because I want you guys to really know who God is, and I want them to really be effective in your life. It's, it's, Christianity is so, uh, uh, it can be so secondary, meaning this, that, that it, it can become like uh, school all week, practice, um, bowling, bridge club, uh, 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 soccer. It, it, see, we can put God in the same aspect of just life. It's just another part of life that we do. And then we forget that, wait a minute, God is everything is, is wrapped around God. And then we just do everything else on the side. Amen, somebody. Amen. It's, not, it's not taking God and putting him in the category with the rest of your life. I go to the grocery store on Friday. I, go to, I work Monday through, through Friday at this time to this time. Oh, and then I go to church Sunday. And it's, it's, no, it's, it's, it's way deeper than that. Amen. And I think that most of us as Christians, we we, we just kind of classify God in with the rest of life. This is not my message, but it's just my thought for today. And then it's like we go to church on Sunday because we're supposed to, because that's the thing we've been taught to be that way. Or we just feel better when we go. And I'm like, um, I really want people to know who God is relationally, personally. That's the only way we're going to survive, everybody. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you a secret, and I'm going to preach the Bible, I promise. I don't have to ever go to church ever again. I've, I've, I've done so much church, I don't have to ever go to church again. Amen. And I will still go with Jesus when he came back. Auntie, if you think about it, how much church have we sat through? How much years of just hours and decades of just church, 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 church. But I do remember times when I didn't have a church, when, like when I moved to North Carolina, I was without a church for almost three years, and I still loved the Lord. I went to church, but I wouldn't join one. All right? So my thing is, I, I, I don't have to go to church. I really don't have to ever step foot in the church again, and Jesus will still come and get me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But the reason why I do is because of something that's amazing. One, because he commanded us to. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. But two, because I can't help now but think, man, I wish my brother would wish he can walk into a church right now. Amen. And then here's the crazy part. It's actually ironic because the one thing I don't like about church is people. <laughs> amen. But you know why I come to church? People. people. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. It don't make sense. I don't like church because people are in it. <laughs> but then the flip side of it is, I come to church because people are in it. Amen. And then because of my compassion, my love for everybody. So it's not that you come to church just to receive all the time. Amen. You come to church to give also. Amen. So when you come to church, you're not coming to church just to take something away. You come to church because you bring something with you. Amen. Everybody say amen better. Amen. Now. Amen. Everybody's important. Everybody's important. That's not my thought. That was free. You're going to have to pay me for this one. 
five steps to controlling your thoughts. There's five steps that I figured out. And, and here, an unknown writer wrote this. There is nothing in the world that can trouble you as much as your own thoughts. Amen. Amen. You ever sat and just sat in your thoughts? Yep. And then you realize something. Man, I got spider webs and, and, <laughs> and centipedes and all kind of stuff crawling around your mind. Come on now. The mind is a dangerous place. Yes. We, we, sometimes your mind drives your emotions. Your mind can have you react and respond and you can tear everything up. Your mind can have you say something you can't take back. Your mind can have you just, just, just go off kilter. And your, your mind is a scary thing out of control. So it's like, man, you, we have to learn how to control our thoughts because man, because let me tell you a big reason why. Because Satan rests in your thoughts. Amen. He loves to pull up a seat and speak to you. Yep. Know why? Because he tries so hard to be like God. He wanted to be like God and even better than God. And so what Satan does, because God speaks to us, so Satan says, I want to speak to them too. He says, where you been, Satan? I've been running around uh, 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 just hanging out on earth. And God says, no, you weren't. You're down there starting trouble. Amen. He says, yeah, I'm going around like a roaring lion trying to see who I might devour. I'm just in and out of the earth trying to mess with people because I want them to be doomed like I am. And because I'm so jealous of you and so angry at you, anybody who serves you are on my hit list. I don't, I don't, I don't like them. Amen. That's, that's the conversation between God and Satan. So then he thinks of something. He goes, man, so how can I get to them? Well, my biggest ploy to get to them is to get them mentally. Yes. To tear you down bit by bit, every thought, every, to, to get into your heart and your mind and then begin you to do what? Begin to think off kilter. Yeah, I, was coming, I, I remember I was downtown. I was coming out of the Nike store. Yeah, I got a Nike store. And I was, and I was coming out of the Nike store, and, and, and I, I came around the corner because, you know, downtown the parking is weird. And I, and I came around, and it was this guy there, and he was talking to himself, and he was, you know, you could tell he was homeless, and he was having a hard time. And then, and then he came up to me, and he goes, you know, hey, 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 I don't know what he called me, sir, or something like that. And I'm like, don't call me sir. You know, and uh, he's like, you know, I just... I just, I need help. And I go, man, you, you do need help. But, the, but the, what I'm going to tell you first, though, is, man, change your mind. Amen. Amen. You think this is who you are. You think this is life. Right. This ain't life, dude. And I know you think that it's everybody else's fault that you're out here. Because right. your family let you down. The system let you down. Nobody gave you a chance. Nobody gave you a break. And the guy standing there, they're looking at me. I'm like, see, I, I, you, you don't have to tell me. I know this is where you are. You got to change your mind, dude. Amen. So what do you want? You want some money? I'm going to give you some money because you better be glad. I don't even carry money, but for some reason today I got money. So I'm going to give you something, but I'm going to just plant this, and it may or may not work. You, you got to change your mind, dude. Hallelujah. And I walked off. Gave him something and I left. I don't know what happened to that guy. But your mind will have you thinking 
It's everybody else's fault I'm like this. Amen. Control your mind. You guys are really, are you guys listening? Yes. Oh, am I scaring you? No. Okay, everybody's like. <laughs> I know I've been gone a long time. It's me, trust me, it's me. All right, Chris, where are we going? Proverbs 4, Proverbs. Now here's the first thing. You got to ask the Lord to guard and direct your mind. You have to ask the Lord not to change your mind. We'll talk about that later. You have to ask him to guard and direct your mind because your mind gets you in trouble, man. And so you have to always guard it. Why? Because your adversary wants your mind. Right. And then you have to ask not only for it to be guarded, you got to be asked for it to go in the right direction. All right. Whatever Chris said, Proverbs 4, my son, listen, pay attention to what I'm, I'm getting ready to say now. I love, I love the way he put this. It sounds like me talking to Julian. Look, dude, listen. This is, you better listen to me on this one. Come on. Verse 21, go. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. Don't forget a single word I'm getting ready to talk to you about. Come on. For they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Uh-huh. Above all else, guard uh-huh. your heart for Chris, everything. above everything else. Above getting money, above loving my, my family, above, you know, above going to church, above, above all else, guard your heart because everything flows from it. Amen. Amen. Everything flows. You have to guard your heart because your heart drives you. Why are you sitting in church right now? Because your heart told you to get here. Hallelujah, somebody. So he says, out of everything you need to care about, out of everything else, the first thing you need to really do is carefully guard your thoughts because in your thoughts are the source of life. How you think. I'm always talking about how you think. I always talk to myself about how I think. Every morning I get up and go, what do you think? And then I started saying what I think, and I go, no, we can't think that. Amen. (laughs) Above everything else, the attack is on how you think. Above everything, think about everything that has went wrong in your life, or every decision that you made that wasn't really the right one, or or every every time something happened and you might have made a mistake. What was it? What was it? It was how you think. Some kind of way your thinking got off. Whenever... Whenever someone's depressed or very self-conscious or, 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 or ashamed or whatever, it's, it's, what is it? It's, is it the situation or is it that you're that ugly that you... <laughs> no, it's just how you think. It's, it could be, see, you can be poisoned by what you're told and it'll plant seed in you and affect how you think. Amen. So if someone tells you all your life you're nothing, you're ugly... You're dumb. That's why we have to be careful when we tell our children. Amen. Why? Because you're planting seeds inside of them at an early age. That they, I have talked to many people who go, man, my mom used to always tell me that. My dad used to always call me stupid. Hallelujah, somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, no one thing a controlling person always tries to do tries to control how you think. Yep. Constantly saying things to control the, your thinking process. 
I gotta, I, if I want to control you, all I got to do is control how you think and control how you feel about things. So he says, above all things, you got to ask the Lord now, but you have to guard your heart for everything flows out of your heart. Guard how you think. Amen. Don't let nobody take down what you think. That's why he says we've been, Jesus comes into your life, and, and the first thing he says is, and the first thing John the Baptist said was repent. Mm -hmm. What does repent mean? To change your mind. Change how you think. Because in it, the adversary knows that life flows out of it, so he wants it. And God knows in order to get you to the blessings that he's got for you, the only way he can get you there is if you stay on course with him mentally. Amen. Amen. Now, I have a very dark mind. I told you, I took a sight test. And they told me, you're a different kind of guy. <laughs> and I went, what do you mean? Well, you're not a psychopath. You're not a sociopath. What? <laughs> oh boy. Your, your, your thought of right and wrong as it, as it entangles to people, it's a thin line. If you were in military, in the military, they would put you in special forces. Because they, would, they have those guys do things that you have to morally have no conscience. And I went, help me, Lord. <laughs> Amen. I want to take one now. See what it turns out. Because see, we have to be transformed by the what? The renewing mm -hmm. of our mind. Amen. And the Bible says that we become new creatures. All things, the old pass away. I, I want to put that to the test. I want to take another one. Amen. If it comes back the same, I'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Let me read this for you. Chris is going to read it. One of us is going to read it, I promise. Okay. Romans 12 and 2. Chris, the first part, everybody knows this. Go. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, uh -huh. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we always stop there. That's not the important part on this one. It says, it, it, it says listen, don't, don't change yourself to be like the people of the world, but let God change you inside with a new way of thinking. Amen. See, that's my translation. I'm going to write my own translated Bible. Mm -hmm. That's a good translation, ain't it? Yep. I'm going to read again. Thank you. I'll read again. Don't change yourself to be like the people of the world, but let God change you inside with a new way of thinking. Amen. That's what that means. Now, here's the important part. Then you will be able to understand and accept what God wants for you. Amen. See, because what happens is sometimes you are in your mind, you will tell yourself what you should accept. You will tell yourself what you deserve. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, what happens is when God comes into your life and begins to renew your mind and change the way you think, then you'll be able to understand and accept what he wants for you, Hallelujah. not what you think. Thank you, Lord. Am I, that was too much? Nope, nope. Okay. And you will be able to know what is good and pleasing to him and what is perfect. Amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Then you will be able to test and, and approve what God's will is for your life, his good and perfect will. See, then you will understand what God wants for you and what Satan wants for you. Amen. 
Amen. What does Satan want from you? Fear, worry, doubt, anxiety, guilt. Yeah. Amen. What does God want? Courage, peace, faith, calmness, freedom. Hallelujah. You see what you see what Satan wants? Fear, worry, doubt, anxiety, guilt. That's what he wants from you because he only comes to do what? Kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus says, I came that you might have And in life, you will have courage, peace, faith, calmness, freedom. So in order for you to be, understand what God wants for you, you have to allow him to transform your mind with information. So therefore, you can start to think, I know what I'm thinking, but I know what God wants. And it helps you get out of situations where you're not strong enough to get out of it yourself. It helps you begin to mentally pull yourself out of quicksand. Because that's really all it is. It's just quicksand. Trying, you can get in the quicksand of your mind. Mm-hmm. And it can just pull you down and down and down. Mm-hmm. It have you thinking so negative about everything, everybody. Have you so negative about your own self, just quicksand going further and further down this, into this tunnel that you can't come out of. This tunnel of, this, of, of quicksand of your mind, man. Yeah. My mind is... It's, it's, it's being sucked out of me. I'm, I wake up. You ever wake up every day with something? Go to sleep with it? All day you're dealing with it? It's just it, in the quicksand of your mind. Pulling you down into an, an abyss that you can't get out of. But then God says, no, in order for you to have my perfect will, you have to allow me to give you information to train, change the way you're thinking. And so even though you may be thinking, nay, your mind will get you to the place where you say, yay, because God is saying yay, and you know that God is the one that's driving you. You know that God knows what's best for you. You know that God has a plan for you. You know that this temporary pain is to get you to the glory that he always wanted for you. Hallelujah, thank you. So it's like, man, hold on to your mind, be transformed, then you will be able to know what God wants so you won't be stuck on what you think. You guys must be really listening because I'm preaching way better than you. Yep. I know I'm jab, jab, jab. <laughs> Let me show you how dark I am. You, know, you ever seen the movies when the guard is standing there and then the, uh, the person sneaks up behind him and just. <laughs> and then lays him down, you know. I always wanted to do that. <laughs> it just looks so cool. Man. I mean, I mean. And then you see the other ones, they actually come up and just break the neck. They just, <laughs> and they catch them and they lay them down, you know. <laughs> I told you the test came out. I love the line in the movie True Lies. It's an old movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he's drugged up, and his wife finds out he's a spy. And she goes, have you ever killed anybody? He goes, yeah, but they were all bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're saying I gotta pray for this. I gotta pray for Pastor. <laughs> go, go to Psalms 139. Let me move on. Psalm 139, 23. Search me, God, and do what? Know my heart. Know my heart. Was translated really. Chris means know my mind. Mm-hmm. Test me and know all my worries. 
He said, check me out. Know my mind. Know everything that's bothering me. This is David writing this, right? Thank you, Lord. It says, Here, here's why I need to do this. To make sure that I'm not going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Lead me on the path that has always been right. That's my heart because you know what? Uh, you, gotta go, you know what I'm thinking about. You know what I worry about. So test my heart to make sure I'm going in the right direction because mentally right now I can go either way. Amen. Amen. You ever, you ever just get in a bad mood and nothing happened? Yes. The only thing happened is you woke up. Mm-hmm. See, this is coming from somebody who, who used to be very moody. <laughs> and it's like, man, it was days when you wake up and you go, why do I feel like this? What happened? Yep. Did somebody kick me in my sleep? Or <laughs> did somebody steal my cereal when I woke up? I mean, what's, what's, how come? And then, or, or you're going okay early and then all of a sudden it drops off and you go, what happened? Yep. And then, yep. well, this person said something crazy or your boss got on your nerves. And then you have to think, well, that's every day. Why is it bothering me today? So you have to you have to go around like a crazy person and do something. Talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to talk to yourself. You got to ask yourself questions. Man, what are you doing? What are you thinking about? Why is it bothering you? Amen. See, it kind of help steer your way back. It, it says, listen, you got to check my, my heart because I, I might go the wrong way. Because here's one big thing, man, I love to retaliate. I don't like to start stuff, but man, I love to finish. Amen. I love finishing stuff. Don't want to, I don't start now. I don't go around looking for a fight, but if I get one, I'm finishing it. And I'm relentless, man. Relent, I'll finish it. If you end up in a trunk, I finished it. And it's like, man, that's my mentality. So then God has to come along and I go, God, you got to check me because here it is, you got to check my thoughts, you got to my heart because, because you know what I'm capable of. Amen. And my thing is I've been transformed by the renewness of my mind and now you are in my heart so deeply that I have become this different person, but I still have to have these checks and balances. Yes. You know what I'm anxious about. You know People worry about the job. People worry about the children. People worry about stuff that haven't even happened yet. Amen. Right. And I go, that, why are you worried about that? You worried about how your kid going to be at 18 and your son's eight? Mm-hmm. We'll get that to that bridge when you get there. We, we don't. Oh, and the people anticipate how other people are going to respond. That one always gets me. Well, I know what they're going to think. How do you know what they're going to think? You're going in the alley and you're picking a fight in your mind. Yep. I know what they're going to say. I know they're not going to like me. I know that they're going to think this. And I'm like, how do you know? I've had people who won't come back to this church because they're worried about what you guys think. And I go, you ain't that important. Nobody don't think nothing about you. <laughs> Nobody even thought about you. So if you came, just sit down. Everybody go, hey, how you doing? Mm -hmm. 
Amen. Nobody's going to ask you questions. How about this? Just don't come back. We don't have time for that. <laughs> I'm serious. I don't, we don't have time. Because right now, we're trying to finish this thing. Amen. Well, potential, we're trying to finish, man. Yep. And now and Satan always attacks when you're close to finishing. Amen. So my thing is, don't come back. We don't have just, it was good to see you. That's why I don't hang out in Emily. I always bump into people. I go all the way down there before I come here. Because there's always somebody going, hey, and I go, eh. I might Kroger see somebody in the aisle. Oh, I got to go to the other aisle because I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> and I'm going to have to work my way all the way back around because I need something in that aisle. So I'll go all the way down to 26 Mile, which is a beautiful store, by the way. (laughs) And I'll go down there just so I don't bump into people. Because I don't want to hear it. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. I know you guys are saying, what kind of preaching? (laughs) (laughs) Where are we going next, double O? I'm not going to finish this today, I don't think. Recognize the source of your self-focused and defeating thoughts. You got to realize what's bothering you. Amen. And you got to understand something. Sometimes we get so focused on ourselves that we can't hear from God. And a focus on ourselves, it begins to defeat us. Amen. Thing I got one. See, see, we get so self-focused, it's everything becomes us, and everything becomes how I feel and how I'm thinking, and, and we get so self-focused, and it starts to defeat us. Yeah. That's the goal. Yep. Amen. All right, all right. So all our behavior is attached to our mind. So what happens is when we start to be self-focused, our behavior starts to reflect it. Being, one bad decision have you in jail. One bad decision have you wake up going, I don't, I don't, whoa, my God, what did I do? Right. Amen. One, one bad decision can cost you your money. One bad decision can cost you your job. Yeah. It's like being, being, our mind is where the, the, the spiritual transformation have to happen. So don't you know that that's the, that's the main, Satan's only attack is on your mind. And you go, no, what if he attacks people's bodies. Yeah, he does to make your mind. Yep, yep, yep. Now you guys get it, you get it. Mm-hmm. So yes, he attacks the body to do what? To change the way you think. Yeah. It's all an attack on your mind. He only wants your mind. Yep. yep. Amen. Amen. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Where are we going? What, what verse are we using, Chris? Psalm 42. Let's rock. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Now, when you start saying a lot of whys, then you know you're in your thoughts. Yep. Why have you forgotten me? Why must I suffer the sadness of my enemies? All right. Amen. Why? 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 Why must I go a morning oppressed by the enemy? Next verse. My bones suffer mortal agony as yep. my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where there, is your there's God? There's no help for you and God. You know, God ain't going to help you. <laughs> so you have to recognize the source of your self-focused thoughts. 
and, and, your and your thoughts didn't begin to defeat you. So what is his source? My, why have you forgotten me? Why am I struggling? Why, well, why? Because I have enemies. Because there's, their insults are constantly killing me. Amen. They never stop asking, well, so where's God at? God ain't with you. Mm -hmm. Oh, so the God's going to help you. Whenever you see someone who begins to taunt God, know that you're dealing with the devil. Amen. When someone says to you, oh, God's not going to help you with that. Better recognize what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Come on, come Amen. on, somebody. Amen. Whenever somebody comes and they say things like, oh, yeah, oh, that God stuff, right, God, yeah, right, God. Oh. Mm -hmm. See, let me tell you something. God has enemies out here that walk on two feet. Oh, yeah. And Satan has agents out here that he can. I know we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. But the thing is, just like our minds are transformed to God, he has people's minds that are transformed to him. Yep. Amen. So here it is. It's like, man, he's saying what I'm recognizing where my agony is coming from. So when you're off, ask yourself, what's really bothering you? Why? What, what is really bothering you? What's really got you triggered? Mm -hmm. I don't like what my mother said. Amen, somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying my mom, I'm just saying somebody else. <laughs> I miss my mom, man. Yeah, it's like, man, so, you, you, why, why, why don't I like this? Man, because my, my son don't ever do what I tell him to do. My daughter always got a smart comment to come back. She got to recognize the source. Amen. Man, my boss always just always blames me. Never gives me the right information. See, never my. We start talking like that. We got to be careful. Amen. See, because now you're starting to drown in your thoughts. They're starting to devour you a bit. Mm -hmm. This is really good. Yep, Am I helping yep, you? Yep, yep. Okay, you guys are making me nervous. I'm going to go back to California. They love me there. No, I'm a celebrity. No, I'm just playing. My bones suffer mortal agony as my foes me. Next verse. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Then, see, you have to hit that switch. And he goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why is my soul so down? Why, why am I so disturbed? Why? We have to recognize it. We have to catch it. And then we have to hit a switch to... To transfer it. And, and, he, and he goes, man, why am I so sad? Why am I so upset? I tell myself, wait for God's help. You will again be able to praise him. Hallelujah. Your God, the one, is the one who will save you. One reason why he's struggling mentally, because the people are saying this to him. Where's your help? Where's God? So, oh, you're a, man, you're a man of God. Oh, you're a woman of God. Yeah, okay, okay. And so here's the thing. Make sure you don't start believing it. Amen. So he's hit the switch now and said, wait a minute, hold on. Why, wait, wait a minute. Why am I so sad? Why am I so upset? I tell myself, meaning I know better. Amen. Wait. 
We'll be able to praise him again. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers you out of all of them. Yes. But see, here's the key point. Many is a whole lot. So when you start going through a whole lot, you go, man, what God said I was going to go through a whole lot, so I must be righteous. Amen. Amen. Many, many, many afflictions. I don't want to go through many afflictions. And God <laughs> says, well, it ain't my plan. But you do know that Satan doesn't like you now. Amen. He hates everything about me, especially you. Amen. See, people think that Satan's going to be down in hell with a big pitchfork sitting on the throne laughing. Oh, look at that one burn over there. Look at that one burn over there. No, he's going to be burning too. Yep. Satan is not going to be in control of hell, by the way. Right. He's going to be rotting in hell like everyone else. And the problem is he can't repent. Amen. We can't. So here it is. I want to be like God. So in order to be like God, I want to be able to control, but I can't beat God. So what I can do, though, I can be this little people, though. Yep. I can smash them. I can cause them pain. Hallelujah, somebody. Oh, that's why God says keep on all the armor so you can do what? Especially your shield, because what does it do? It deflects fiery darts that come from Satan. Because he wants to kill all of you. Jesus told the disciples, man, he's trying to kill you. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why am I within, and with, I like that way, within why I'm every day I'm worried about? Why every time I'm thinking about? How come every time that happens, it drives me all the way back to what I used to think? How mm -hmm. every time I hear that, it, it pulls me back down? See, it's not wishful thinking. See, because with wishful thinking or just trying to clear your head, you can do that. It's temporary, though, because the minute right. that thing comes back, it's going to pull you right back down that hole again. Yeah. When women get abused, here's the thing. They know they're being abused. And then, but what keeps them there? The way they think. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And then the minute they get out of it and they say, I'm not doing this anymore, what happens then? They try, the enemy tries to pull them back down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Amen. By how? By what? The, the, the way you think. <laughs> the lie of nobody else is going to want me. Well, at least that was better than nothing. Well, you know, well, he didn't hit me that hard. Or well, she didn't, you know, he, or it can be the other way around. Well, she didn't insult me that bad. She didn't nag me that much. Mm -hmm. yep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next verse, where are we going? Oh, you got to read. How much time I got? You guys okay? Yep. I'm not, I got 10 minutes. Replace your self-focused thinking with the God-focused mindset. Hallelujah. When you really get your, into your head, you're really just thinking about you. You know, you know you're self-focusing. Yeah. See, it's just all about you at that moment. It, it, it can be so all about you that you hurt the people that you love. So here it is. I'm thinking, man, I'm just, I got so much, I'm thinking about so much stuff. We're trying to finish this deal with the school for the church, and we got just, it's just stuff. And then all of a sudden, I'm looking at my kids going, man, I haven't sat with my kids in a minute. Mm -hmm. When the last time I, you know, yeah, we go to the movies or something like that, but when the last time I just said, you guys are more important than anything right. other than God? Amen. We're going to the zoo. And man, we had a blast. Amen. And let me tell you something. The animals don't give a crap about you. 
you go, where's the tiger? You know I'm a tiger. Where, there he is. He's just laying there looking at everybody like they're stupid. Yeah. And then he goes to hide around the rock so you can't see him. Yeah. And I'm like, it's hot out here. Why we the zoo sucks? Yeah. <laughs> Only animal that was moving, surprisingly, was the polar bear. And he was in this little pool and he was just backstroking and <laughs> he was having a great time. All the other animals look at you like, <laughs> stupid humans, man. Yeah. <laughs> The zoo. Yep. $20 hot dog, you know. <laughs> Sprite is seven fifty. The zoo. Yep. And man, we had a blast. Amen. We had a ball. A little creepy train. Oh, we yep. had a ball. <laughs> it can't, it can't. Don't allow yourself to become so self-focused. It may cost you the people that you love the most. Amen. Amen. All right, all right. So here it is. Replace the self-focused thinking with the God-focused mindset. Chris, let's go. Psalm 3, I think. Yes. Let's go. Lord, how many are my foes? Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many that rise up against me. Many there be that, that would say there's, there's no help for him in God. But thou, Lord, are a shield for me, my glory the lifter of my head. Yes. I cried. I, I, I cried until the Lord with my voice. He heard me out of his holy hill. You know, I laid down and slept, but he sustained me. Yes. I won't be afraid of thousands of people that's, that set themselves up against me. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou how I have smitten the unrighteous on the cheekbone. You've broken the teeth of the unrighteous. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Salvation belongs unto the Lord. Thy blessings is upon thy people. Amen. I remember back when I quit doing ministry. Because I was starting to be a preacher. I wasn't a Christian anymore. I was a preacher. And I went, man, this isn't right. I need to, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Christian. I don't care if I preach. My, my relationship with you is not based on me teaching Bible. And this, this epiphany came to me over in London, England. I was in London, England when it happened to me. And we had just got done with this, this big conference. And, and I was in the back. It was a big church over in England. I was in the back. And, and I was sitting there. And, and there was a lot of people in, in the back in the green room, so to speak. And, and everybody was talking about what they had coming up and how, you know, what God was doing. And then I was sitting there going, it can't be this. It can't be this. It, this can't be this. It can't be this. So I came back and I quit. Amen. I'm selling out. I quit. And my pastor at the time didn't quite understand it, but he helped me. And then, then but man, I got crucified. And this is the scripture that got me through. Thank you, Lord. How, how are they increased that trouble me? Many have set themselves against me for doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Pe people saying, and, and, ain't no help for him and God, but you are a shield for me. Thank you, God. When I say I don't do this for fame, I don't. Amen. 
when I say I don't do this for money, I don't. I wouldn't be in Emily said. Amen. Now, will God keep me here forever? I don't think so. But what I'm saying is, my, my key to this is, if we look back, what we have to do is replace our self-focused thinking with God-focused thinking. And, and I love in this, it says, I cried unto the Lord, he heard me, I laid me down and slept, I actually went to sleep. See people, see people, go, see people go down, they go to sleep, but they don't rest. Mm-hmm. You ever go to sleep, wake up tired? Mm-hmm. See, you're sleeping, but you're not resting. Nope. Don't allow the enemy to have you go to sleep with a subject and wake up with the same subject. Amen. Sleeping is healing. Amen. Yep. Don't allow him to have you go to sleep with something in your mind, and as soon as you wake up, you put, it's like putting on your glasses. As soon as I wake up, I'm, I get up, and I'm like, I can't see nothing. And so the enemy tries to do that. He tries to have you go to sleep with it and wake up with it. Mm-hmm. No. I laid me down to sleep. You sustain me. Yeah. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. I ain't going to be afraid of 10,000 people to set themselves against me. And here's the thing that David is talking about here. He had 10,000 people against him. Yep. I ain't going to be afraid. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. There you see, because... Thou hast smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone, and thou hast broken the teeth of the unrighteous. Thank you, Lord. Anybody messes with me, messes with you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Salvation belongs to his people. Blessing is upon his people. And then he says, see lot, or think about it. Get your mind wrapped around that. Salvation is yours. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 4 will probably be my last one. I'll finish next week, I think. I don't know where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, okay. We might, might not. You guys good? You guys got to go eat? <laughs> I do. Philippians uh, 4, almost yep. there. Is, is that it? 4 and 6. Oh, oh, click, click, click. Click, 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 click. Yeah! <laughs> Chris, what does it say? Do not be anxious about anything. I know you guys know this when we talk about it all the time. Don't worry about anything. But do what, Chris? In every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. You know, you know the drill. We're not supposed to worry about stuff. We're supposed to, with prayer, any situation, every situation, with prayer, petition, with thanksgiving, present our request to God. Everybody see that? Mm -hmm. Next verse. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And we know what happens when we do that. You guys are studious. You guys have been trained, trained well. The peace of God will come upon you, and it will guard your heart. We know that part. Now go to verse 8, though. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure. Think what- about that. See, you can't just... Not think about that. You got to think about something else. Yes. You can't just not think of the thing that's bothering you. You have to think about the truth that is. And it says, know what we think about? Think about what is good and worthy of praise. Think about what is true and honorable and right and pure and beautiful and respected. Amen. 
See, you got to stop thinking about that, but you got to start thinking about this. Yep. You can't yep. just stop thinking about That's yep. why the Bible says binding and loosening, binding something and loosening something. Yep. When you bind something, you have to lose something. Yep. Yep. So if I bind confusion, I lose understanding. Yep. Amen. If I bind worry, then I lose peace. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Spiritual warfare we're talking about now. Yep. All right. If I bind the negative, I have to lose the positive. Yep. So you have to take your mind from this negative, staring at this, to looking at this. Ignoring hallelujah. this and, and, and paying attention to this. Yes, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It's not wishful thinking. It's not mm. giving it time and you'll feel better. No, it's actually determining that you are now in control of your thoughts. Hallelujah. So hallelujah. Much. Hallelujah. And it says, man, listen, I'm finally, he says, this is the key to it. Whatever is true, noble, whatever is pure, you need to be thinking about that. So here it is. Give your worries to God in prayer and all that. But then when you do that, God will send peace. He will send peace to you. But then when he does that, then you have to do something. Amen. You got to think about this, not that. Amen. And you know what this is going to try to do? Haunt you. Yes. Haunt you. Yep. Keep, don't leave me. Don't pull me back. Try to pull me back. No, I'm leaving those thoughts. I got no time for that. If I allow unforgiveness to come in my heart, I'm finished. If I allow the Lord, to, if I allow Satan to take away my compassion, my ministry's over. Yeah. Amen. It's over. If I allow Satan to get into my heart and my beginning to harden towards people, I lose. Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay, what about you? Well, my thing is, if you allow them to come in, it'll have you sticking some stuff, crazy stuff in your own house, yes. around your own family. And yes. It'll have you thinking crazy stuff about the people you love the most. It'll cause you not to, it'll cause you not to even speak to your parents anymore, or not to even, it's, oh man, it's. it's yeah. <sighs> Amen. It'll cause people who don't, my daughter called from Georgia and she goes, Dad, this lady at school just don't like me. And I'm like, well, don't like her. <laughs> but let me tell you something. That's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's going to happen. Just don't allow the evil to come into your heart. Amen. Don't render evil. Yeah, trust me, then you give them to the Lord. And man, if the Lord changes it, right. they're really changed. Right. You never know why a person... Don't know. You, don't, you never know what they're thinking or how, what happened to them to have them thinking that way. You ever seen somebody that was just so evil and you'd be like, man, this person, what happened to you? Why do you hate people like that? Why do you talk behind people's backs like that? Why, why do you say the stuff that you do? Why are you so bitter? Why are you so angry? You don't know. Just stay away from it. I'm going to tell you why they're like that, though, because they don't guard their thoughts. Yeah. I'm at all zeros. So we'll finish next week. Amen. <laughs> so I'll finish with that. Listen, guys. This is what you think about. What is good, worthy of praise, what is true and honorable, right and pure and beautiful, and what should be respected. 
God sounds like all that. Doesn't he? Think about what is good. Yeah. What is worthy of praise? Well, what is true? Check. What is honorable? Definitely. And right. Yeah. What is pure? Walking with the Lord is beautiful. And he's definitely to be respected. So what is he telling you to think about? God. So when I go through my mind, I always goes to Jesus and I go, Jesus, man, they will follow Jesus around just to catch him in something, to get it to, to, to prove him no, you know, no good. They, the multitudes were following just because he did these magic tricks, they thought. And we might get some fish and loaves out of this thing. He was entertaining. They didn't have television, so they went to see Jesus. And then how about this? Even the 12, they went crazy on him at times. One even sold him out. The other one denied him. They always argued and bickered. And I'm thinking, Jesus, you came down here for people who didn't even want you. And you left that. You left the presence of God to come down here. And, and, and then we didn't even want you. People didn't even want you. And then how about this? They got to the place where they hated you so bad they, they wanted to kill you. In fact, they did. I know it was God's plan, but. And I think, man, and you did all that and still on the cross, you managed to say, forgive them. And then you rose again anyway and you had victory anyway. So what am I complaining about? So the word of the Lord came to me in my living room. You know what that word was? I need you to finish. Nothing stops you from finishing. And I went, yes, sir. So there's hell to pay. So if Satan was smart, he leave us alone. Because all he's doing is amening the fact that we've already won. Amen. And the fact that the victory that God has planned is right there. I realized something. God, Satan cannot take my ministry. All he can do is try to convince me to give it up. Somebody say amen. Come on, let's do communion. Come on.